What up, ladies and gents? Man, San Diego Local here on the show today with the Business Bros. Can't wait to find out more. Here we go. Shut up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business Bros. Yeah. All right, man. I got I got on the show today, Rich Trendisky. How do I say your last name? I don't want to butcher. Radisky. Rudzinski. Rudzinski. See, I was yes, going to work with the other. I was going to go a little bit different, but Rudzinski. <laughs> so, hey, Rich is here from us with uh, with Tragic Media here locally in San Diego. Uh, it's really cool that I get to have somebody on the show who's here in town. I could literally yeah. probably meet you at a bar that's not open, but we can meet <laughs> at a bar, right, and hang out. That's pretty cool. Rich, yeah, totally. welcome to the program, my friend. Awesome. I'm so excited to be here. I mean, San Diego show all about business. This is totally my jam. I'm, I'm stoked here. All right, dude. I want to know a little bit about your business. What business are you in? What is Tragic Media? Yeah. So I'm the uh, founder and owner of Tragic Media. We're a uh, technology and software consulting firm. Uh, we're based here in San Diego, but we service clients all across the United States. Um, you know, we really focus on helping businesses with their most technical challenges, everything from websites, e-commerce, um, intranets, uh, mobile applications, cloud hosting, IOT, you know, the whole gamut, you know, if anything technical that uh, any business needs to solve, um, you know, we're there, we have a great team of experts to help out. <gasps> That's a whole lot of stuff, dude. Yeah, man. So, I, I mean, I saw on your website, you guys have kick-ass software, dude. Like, so how does, how did you get into this whole software space? Like, I'll be honest, 100%, you don't look like the software type, right? Yeah, but right. You know, us uh, us geeks come in all shapes and all shapes and sizes. You know, so uh, I've you know just been uh, into computers my whole life. I went to UCSD down here in San Diego. Um, went and uh, got a, a cool like kind of new arts media degree from them, learning all about you know web and, and the latest uh, you know technologies from that school. Um, after getting out into the world, I was at one of the local agencies down here, really cutting my teeth and learning all about you know the latest uh, web design technology. Um, and while I was there, I kind of saw this need um, for really uh, focused, uh, cutting-edge technology uh, professionals to help, you know, really execute these high-end uh, projects for these agencies. Um, so that's how we originally started. Was we were a white-label service. We only worked through other agencies, so you know, no, we didn't really work with end businesses so much, um, and really help them to execute their their top projects for like Pixar, GM, uh, Lego, all these really great national brands. Um, but after a few years of doing that, you know, it just kind of wasn't really uh, bringing, we weren't really bringing our most, our biggest value to the table. We saw um, a lot of businesses kind of getting um, kind of screwed over by, you know, other uh, agencies and stuff that kind of, you know, sold them, uh, you know, an easy package that maybe wasn't uh, what they needed for their business. So we really focus on custom consulting, helping to understand businesses, what they do and, you know, what they need in terms of their technology, uh, whether that's just, you know, help with their WordPress site or whether we're building a really custom, you know, piece of software for them um, and help them to, you know, get to their goals uh, and, and achieve those. So 
Uh, you know, a couple of years ago, we really transitioned from that white label service and brought all of our expertise directly to, uh, you know, small businesses, growing businesses, startups, entrepreneurs, you know, anybody that really wants to achieve something really great uh, with technology, whether it's online, in-home, you know, IoT, like, you know, whatever their, their goal is, we have the, uh, you know, the team members to be able to back that up. Skills I've acquired over a very long career. So you got all kinds of mad technical skills. When you yeah. sit down with a company, right? When you sit down with somebody, um, do they always know like exactly what it is they're gonna do with you? Like, I, I mean, there's so many things you do. Like, I wouldn't even know where to start. Why would I? Why would I, as a consumer, as a business, call you? What What am I looking for in your business? Like, what? Am, who am I to be looking for you? Totally. So I think there's kind of two pieces that we really differentiate and kind of. Um, uh, you know, separate from other agencies. Uh, one is in that kind of long-term technical support. A lot of other agencies really focus on building a project, getting it out the door and moving on to the next project. Uh, a lot of our clients have worked with us for five, six, seven years. Um, and just we've continuously, we're like their tech team for them. So anytime they have an issue with their website or they want to make a change, or they want to make some new advancement, they call us, you know, we we um, get in a meeting and really understand what their goals are and what they're trying to achieve. And then we you know, put together a plan to help them get there within whatever their budget range might be. Um, and that's, you know, one of the other uh, big differentiators is we also help businesses and startups, you know, create new software from the ground up. Like I said, you know, whether that's a custom e-commerce site, um, just a little Shopify site, uh, whether we're building mobile applications for them. Um, you know, most of our clients are trying to solve something that they can't get out of the box. So either they're trying to achieve a better user experience that, you know, the default theme for WordPress or, or Shopify really just isn't doing it for them. Um, or those systems just don't work. They're trying to achieve something way more advanced where, you know, the little, you know, the SaaS softwares and stuff that are out there just don't really serve their needs. And so they need something really custom. Um, most of the people that come to us, they have a general idea of like what they want to create, but they have no idea how to create that. So then we get in there, we, we understand what they are, uh, we understand their brand, you know, bring our design team in to really understand, you know, what the visuals are and what they're trying to achieve, you know, aesthetically. Um, and then also on the technology, and we make sure that they're set up uh, with the right infrastructure um, to be able to scale and take care of that long term, and really making sure that that infrastructure is built for their needs and not really, and you know, we don't just do blanket services or blanket solutions. So everything is really built around what your budget is, what your needs are, and where you're trying to go, and we help you just get there every step of the way. I'm your huckleberry. All right, dude. So I want to know. I mean, I want to dig into some personal stuff here. So you have a specific look about you. What 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 has that been like going into your own entrepreneurial space? Has it helped you? Has it hindered you? Like what you know when when people see you, they have a certain image, and then when you speak, it's completely different. How's yeah. that How's that been for you? Uh, and you know, I think it's definitely interesting. I think in some ways it it helps me. Um, you know where. I'm, uh, you know, I've built this brand very true to myself and my aesthetics and, you know, uh, the visuals that I like to create and stuff. And, and I think in doing that, it also, sh it shows how authentic we are to ourselves and also our, our ability to, uh, really, you know, understand and bring a, a, a brand to life. So we can do that with our brand. We can do that with your brand. You know, your brand is going to be way different looking than our brands, really understanding, you know, what the brand is and what their communication is, uh, what their tone is and, you know, what they're trying, you know, who their customers are all kind of brings that all together. Um, so on one hand, you know, I'm very memorable. So, you know, you meet me True. once and you're probably going to remember me. So that's, that has definitely come to my advantage. Um, I definitely think in some of the more corporate, you know, uh, situations, it is probably a little bit of a hindrance. Um, and sometimes people can't get over it. I mean, I even have, um, you know, 
been part of like, you know, different, uh, uh, try to be part of different like entrepreneurial groups and stuff like that. And sometimes, you know, in those meetings, you can kind of see that people are kind of just judging on that uh, face value and not really getting to know, you know, my business or, you know, uh, myself or, you know, the, the great experience and expertise that we have. Dude, it's, it's, uh, you know, that image, that first time impression, uh, people, people tend to have a, a, a quick snap judgment. Uh, and I'll tell you a quick story. I went, I went to this presentation once and I took a camera, a camera team with me. Right. And I was just doing some video vlogging stuff and it was on like uh, retirement planning. Right. And I walk in and, and, you know, camera in hand or whatever. And we, yeah, I meet somebody there and this is older guy and I shake his hand and he didn't really want to have a conversation with me at all. Right. We yeah. sit down for the whole scenario uh, and we start talking stuff. And then I start talking about, you know, tax implications and how social security comes into play and, you know, all this different stuff. And all of a sudden what I'm saying has a different point of view. And at the end of the presentation, same guy comes up to me. He's like, Hey, really nice to meet you. I really like what you had to say. Like, it's totally different. Like when, when you, when, and, and I don't know about you, but I personally love it when you come down and you, you make me the underdog. And then I show you the capability that I have, like all of a sudden it's a whole different ball game. And I'm well, sure you've, you've experienced something similar. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I do, you know, speaking engagements and other things like that, you know, talking about technology, you know, uh, down here in San Diego, a, a lot, you know, really part of the, you know, startup scene and stuff down here. Um, and I think, you know, you get that, you get that initial judgment and stuff, but when you're able to change somebody's mind and their viewpoint about, you know, their, their kind of preconceived judgments, I think that's just so powerful. Um, and also, you know, builds more into your brand of just that, like, you're able to do this, you're able to, you know, really push to the forefront of your industry, while maybe you don't have the look and feel that, you know, people are going to expect from, you know, from insurance mm -hmm. or from, you know, technology. Um, but the minute that you get in front of them, and you start speaking, clearly, they can understand that you have a wealth of information, you've been doing this, you, you understand what you're doing, you're a thought leader in this space. Um, and I think that's really just great and powerful, because then, you know, ideally that helps to change their notions from their next time that they're going to go judge somebody, you know, they see somebody else like me out doing something, you know, great and professional, and, and maybe they're going to take a second to kind of get to know that person before they, uh, you know, start coming up with ideas of what they think that person, you know, what box they kind of fit into. Don't ever let somebody tell you, you can't do something. Damn right. Don't ever let anybody tell you. All right. You've been in business for, for how long? And up until this point, what's been your biggest obstacle? Uh, we've been in business for 11 years now. Um, I think like the biggest obstacle is just like the space that we're in is a very difficult space. Uh, you know, uh, agency, you know, uh, design and development services, it's super competitive, competitive, it's super cutthroat. And, uh, you know, a lot of the customers don't necessarily know what differentiates, you know, like my brand from a different brand or our services from another agency services. Uh, so being able to like get that message across, really hone that down from like a marketing perspective has really been one of our bigger challenges because, we're technologists, you know, we're design technology experts, the marketing stuff, not so much. That's not really our cup of tea. We have other, you know, uh, partners and other people that we bring into our projects when our, uh, clients need those types of services. Um, but that's definitely been one that, uh, you know, I've personally had to, you know, overcome some challenges and do a lot of uh, learning in terms of like how to best sell, uh, you know, sell and market my, my company. So, so Adrian says you got a David Navarro vibe going on, but he loves that you have your, your own authenticity and you're straight up about your impression. I, 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 I'm the same way, man. The fact that you are who you are and like, you know, we, we, we hear a lot of things about, you know, creating and drawing that line in the sand and, and, and being, you know, hundred percent who you are. And some people are going to like it and some people are not going to like it. And when, when you meet somebody like yourself, who's, who's drawn that line in the sand, you're, you're literally, this is who I am. 
but this is what I do also. And and people are going to like it. People are not going to like it. They're going to be, they're going to be um, their own, you know, judge, jury and executioner. But right. what you're talking about when you're, when you're talking about the, the establishing a brand for yourself in, in that space, I think that is, is definitely, if I heard you correctly, I mean, if, if from what it sounds like is the consumer has no idea what, any of the services really are they kind of you know and, and and from from a broad point of view because i know me personally i group all the technology in the same space if my internet dies i'm calling you right if my if my keyboard is not working i'm calling you if i can't plug something into my computer if my website is down like i group all those things in the same space right. and i think the consumer doesn't quite understand what it is they need or where certain it areas kind of separate 100%. right Hundred percent, and so you know, it's it's one thing if you know exactly what you want, and you're like, okay, I need an e-commerce site. I absolutely want it on Shopify, and you know, these are the you know features and bells and whistles I need. Then I think that's a little bit easier because then you can kind of search for Shopify agencies and really find people that have you know done projects that really align with you know what you're trying to achieve. I think what's really challenging about what we do is so much of our stuff is just open-ended and unclear um, because it really mm. depends on what challenge our client is bringing to us. And that's going to dictate what solution we bring to them. So yeah, we can build you a great Shopify site, but that might not be the right solution for you. And I really need to understand what you're trying to achieve both right now and in the long term, so that I can get you in that right solution. Because that's the worst thing about technology is that, uh, you know, getting a business into something that they're going to outgrow in a couple of years, like that's the opposite of what we're trying to do. We want to get you into something that's going to scale and grow and be adaptable and pivot as your, your business does. Cause so much, you know, as we've learned this year, you know, nothing is, is really for sure. You really got to always be on your toes, ready to pivot and move, you know, depending on what changes in your industry, what changes in society. Um, and you know, we've all experienced that firsthand. So totally the price is wrong, bitch. <laughs> so we got, we got different pricing. Ooh, I got an echo there. We got different pricing that happens uh, in in this whole in in the space that you're talking about. Like, there's so many people who go on uh they write up you know your your own um what do they call it? I want to I want to say prospectus, but it's not a scope. So you yeah. you write a scope of work, and uh and this is what what you decide that this was what the client needs, and and here's what you're gonna charge. There's other people who are like, you know what, I I'm on a retainer. Uh, this is how many hours of work I'm gonna go through. Uh, and you know, it's, it's very difficult from the consumer point of view to say what, you know, how to compare the two. Totally. What's, what's your, yeah, yeah. What, what's your pricing like and, and how do you explain it to a client? So they kind of understand, you know, this is what you're getting from us and this is what our package is. Totally. So that is definitely one of the, the most difficult pieces of it. And also one of the difficult pieces of like how we approach our projects, um, because uh, so many of the projects that we work on, you know, the founder has like this great idea of what they want. And then once we get into those initial meetings, um, we realize that they want, they need something totally different. And mm -hmm. so that we have to then, you know, adjust, you know, what our initial deliverables and thoughts are to work within this new thing. And one of the big things that I'm really big on with my company is minimizing the amount of like administrative paperwork. Like I don't want to deal with a bunch of change orders and nitpicking scope. Like ultimately what we're about is providing the best value for the businesses and clients that we work with. And so we're always about making sure that you're covered and that your best interests are, are, are being brought, uh, you know, are, are prioritized, you know, within the project. 
Um, so what we do with our projects, uh, let's say you came to us, you know, you, you, you have a new business idea and you're like, Hey, I have this really cool idea. Here's like a general, you know, uh, inform, you know, information about it features, whatever else it might be. Um, one of the first things we're going to talk to you about is what your budget is because budget definitely dictates the solution. I mean, with software, you can spend a hundred thousand dollars just going down one feature requirement, but a lot mm -hmm. of times that's, you know, most startups that come to us don't have that kind of money and definitely not that kind of money to put into one single feature. Like we need to build something, build something really great and get it launched so that that business can start to succeed. Um, so really, you know, it's about, uh, for us, you know, we understand the budget and then we put together a scope and, and the scope is really around that, like high level, like, what are we going to deliver for you? What are like the main functional pieces of this that are really going to help your business be successful? And then we give you a low high estimate for that. Um, because so much of design and development is um, fluid and a lot of it is going to depend on the the client themselves and, you know, their ideas. And, you know, like if we're in the design, you know, some, some people see that design, great. They, they approve it and we're ready to go. And some people, you know, they spend a bunch of revisions on that design, making sure that everything's perfect. And we want to make sure that our approach can cater to the client. So not putting people in little boxes again. Um, so we have a low high range and then we really work with the client throughout the entire process to just, you know, talk through, track their budget, uh, you know, understand, you know, where they're going. So if they want to go down certain avenues that maybe we didn't originally plan for, we can, we can do that. We just need the client to understand how that might impact the, the rest of their scope or impact their budget in that long term. So it's a very, you know, fluid collaborative project that we work on. And ultimately we, we make sure that we're coming in under budget and we're delivering the core values that are going to help the business be successful. You know, it's funny when you talk about the uh, the different methods or the different scopes or the different changes. Like, you know, what if this happens? What if this happens? What if this happens? Always comes up. And I'll be 100% honest with you. I am terrified to get into the software space as far as a business is concerned because I've, I've tried it before. I've, I've done like, you know, I, I go to build an app or I go to build an idea and it becomes a money pit. Like, you know, it, it, my ideas are much greater than my pocketbook. You know what I mean? And right. Always, yeah. that's, that's the startup problem, right? Like you have this great vision and you have no budget. And how do you navigate that? How do we get there? Um, and that's a lot about the approach of like, you know, uh, like what's called an MVP is like the minimum viable product. And what that whole idea is, is about getting out that core concept that lets you start to move that business forward. You know, what mm -hmm. we want to do is just get out, you know, I think a lot has changed in terms of technology and software, you know, before it was all about really big launch and you have that perfect launch and everything's perfect and you put it out there and then it sits there for 10 years and it doesn't move or change you know now technology moves so fast software moves so fast you really need to just get something out there as quick as you can get feedback from your customers and then iterate and change um and that's one of, i think the key pieces of, of like software for startups and for new businesses that, they, that we really help them understand is that this is an iterative ongoing process. You know, this is, we're not just going to deliver you something and it's going to be done. We're going to, you know, help you get there in slow iterative steps based on what your goals are and based on what your budget is. So, you know, if you have really strict budgets, we need to figure out how we can get you to move that marker forward fastest. Um, and that's going to depend on exactly what your business and what your budget is. So, you know, again, that goes back to our whole, you know, approach and philosophy about like understanding that core business value and what that really, those core features are, they're going to help you move forward because everything else is bells and whistles. And that's great. If we have budget for it, let's put on all the bells and whistles. But if you don't, you really need to get that bottom line moving forward. T -t Today, Junior. Exactly. We want to get moving, moving, moving. Get I mean, there. 
get it out there. But he, here's the, here's one of my fears when it comes to getting it out there, right? And you kind of you kind of hinted on it. I feel like with technology, especially today, the moment I get it out there, it's it's obsolete, and then and then I have to go and make another change, and then it, that's obsolete, and I have to go and make another change. Uh, you know, and and so you know, having that ongoing support and having those people that I can come back to is is super important. Now, you guys have been around for eleven years, so it's not like you know you're going to disappear tomorrow and and be yeah. gone. How how helpful is it for your clients to know that that you're there to support them going forward, so that you laid a foundation at their at their startup budget, and as you implement this software or whatever it is that, that they've built, um, it allows you know more revenue to come in and then modify and adapt. How do they feel about having that support? Yeah, you know, like um, that also speaks to how we do support. Like you had kind of mentioned before, some companies have like, you know, they set you into these retainer buckets and everything like that. We have a very flexible support system that really, again, goes back to bringing the most value to our clients. We don't want to just get you with, a, you know, a big ongoing like fee that you have to pay to us. That's not what we're about. We're about making sure that we're there and we can scale up when you need us. And when you don't need us, we're not billing you a bunch of extra time that you don't need. Um, so a lot of our clients are on like kind of this, you know, hills and valleys type approach where we kind of have a very, you know, low basis of hours that we're generally doing for month to month. And that's just kind of being able to be there, have some strategic meetings with them, keep their software up to date so they don't get hacked, answer any questions or issues they might have and stuff. And then a couple times a year, depending on what their business initiatives are, you know, maybe right before, you know, all the holiday seasons come up, maybe they're going to have a bunch of changes to get them ready for that. We'll ramp up for a month or two get a bunch of new changes and features done, and then we'll ramp back down. So, you know, really the benefit is, is that you have this whole team of experts that can be there and scale up for you to just build something really great, really fast. But then we're not constantly billing you for that. You don't need to have that team every single month or, you know, at the same, you know, level every single month. Um, and then, uh, you know, speaking to what you said, I think that a lot of our clients really appreciate the long-term strategic approach that we have to them. Uh, because, you know, again, we understand their business, we understand where they're going, and we help them get there slowly, you know, whether it be, um, you know, framework updates, whether it be really big strategic changes. Um, one of my favorite client stories is a client that we work with, My Italian Family, um, and they help with uh, Italian genealogy research and dual citizenship um, uh, process management. Um, and over the last, we've worked with them for seven years now. And over the last seven years, they have changed and shifted, you know, based on, you know, ancestry came up and created a lot of uh, competition for them. So they kind of shifted their business goals to promote some of their other services that are now growing. Um, we helped them to uh, get mobile friendly, you know, ahead of the curve. They, they really didn't have a lot of mobile traffic uh, because they're a more of a desktop driven site. We got them to, you know, invest in that early so that now, you know, over the last two years, they've seen a huge rise in tablet and mobile and they were ready for that. So, you know, again, it's about understanding the business, understanding where their long-term goals are and just helping them get there, you know, every step of the way. Um, and by doing so, we really help to drive success and growth of that business. So that, you know, particular business we've helped grow, I, I think over like, you know, four times their size, you know, since they've, you know, started working with us. Um, and, you know, recently over this last pandemic, they've seen like, exponential growth because of all the um, moves to try to get uh, dual citizenship, you know, outside of the United States and stuff. So we had really positioned them for success to be able to scale up their services and be able to let uh, people purchase these without a lot of um, customer service handholding, which was a little bit before, like every, before everything kind of required a phone call, everything kind of required some, you know, handholding throughout that process. And we really helped make that automated so that when they got this big influx in traffic, they were ready for it and they've just been scaling with it. So it's been great. What's it, what's it like, um, 
Well, do you have conversations around driving traffic? So it's one thing to br- to create software and to create a platform that is that is doing well for a company that's that's uh, easing a process or a system, right? But it's another thing to get people to go and use it, right? It's another thing to have traffic driven to it. Yeah. Is that a conversation that you have with clients as well? Yeah, totally. I mean, the the whole you know. A lot, of, a lot of founders and startups come with this whole idea of like, if you build it, they will come. And that's just mm-hmm. not a reality, you know, like that just doesn't happen. Um, there are, I, I, I forgot what the uh, last count was, but there are, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of apps in the app store. Like the internet is so vast. Like if you start a new business, nobody knows about you, you know, you're not in there. And that goes back to what I was saying before, We're, we have other great uh, partners that help to fulfill the rest of our services. So we can be very specialized in what we do. And then we're able to bring on other partners that can specialize in other areas. So if you need SEO marketing help to help get your new software found, you know, we'll bring in a partner uh, that we've worked with for a number of years that we've seen great results with. Um, and we'll give you a nice little referral over to them. You have your own engagement with them, um, but you know that they're a great person because a great company because we've worked with them. They've had other success with our clients. So it kind of helps um, take down that risk for our clients so that they know, you know, they're getting a really great, you know, marketing SEO uh, resource from that. Dude. All right. If you build it, they will not come says Logan. Right. I mean, that, and, and that's true. I mean, you, you explained it. I mean, when you said the internet is vast, I don't think we quite understand how vast it actually is. I mean, it's not getting, it's, it's like, it's, it's not getting smaller, right? The amount of data that we're placing in there exponentially growing every single day. I mean, every day, every day, it's nuts. And, and, and here's the thing about, about the internet is, uh, all that already exists, right? So everything that's already there, we're and we're talking about just stuff that's getting added on a regular basis. Everything from a picture I just took on my phone to an article you've written to everything. How yeah. is it? How is it that that things like SEO are, or how is it that softwares like yours, um, how do they, you know, poke through and make it out of you know the swarm of so many things that are out there. Like, how do we, you know, if, if you can give me like a, a strategy, a tip or something to help people say like, look, this is, this is something that you should do to help draw attention or to help, you know, get started. What, what are a couple tips that we could do there? Um, so, you know, for definitely for, uh, newer businesses or businesses that are starting to, you know, build a, uh, you know, search traffic and build their kind of like, you know, position in there. Um, we really, you really need to focus on um, finding your niche. And so for SEO, it's really going to go into like, you know, more like your long tail keywords. So, you know, let's say um, insurance bros, right? Like you're going to try to rank for insurance, you know, San Diego brokers, you know, whatever these types of things. Um, insurance San Diego, that's going to be super competitive. You're, they're mm-hmm. never going to find your website on there unless you've really spent a lot of time in your marketing and your, you know, content creation and your backlinks and everything else to build up that brand. But, you know, um, uh, small business insurance solutions, San Diego, that's a lot more specialized and focused of a key term. And there's going to be a lot less traffic, uh, you know, for that key term. There's not going to be, there's going to be a lot less competition. So by really understanding what are these longer search phrases that are really in line with your business offerings and really focusing your content and your marketing around those, that's going to help you to drive that needle faster and get some, some movement while you then are also working towards those bigger you know, shorter key terms, you know, like just insurance San Diego and starting to build up so that you're getting, you know, higher rank on that. But, you know, as we all know, nobody goes to the second page of Google. So you really need to understand how can you get on that top, that first page of Google. And so, you know, the, the 
main, you know, initial approach to that is like figuring out what those longer, more specific key terms are for you. All right, Rich, I got your stuff scrolling on the screen. Can you tell, uh, tell the audience what they're going to find at tragic.media? Uh, tragic.media is our, you know, website. It shows, uh, all about us, our team, uh, the different projects that we worked on, um, you know, on our blog, uh, that links off to there. We have a great amount of uh, wealth of knowledge around technology, around, you know, things that are happening, uh, you know, in the space, um, everything from, you know, design press, best practices to updates for, you know, new frameworks and everything like that. Um, and so, you know, uh, just a great amount of, of information for anybody, you know, wanting to learn more about technology and design. Um, and then obviously, you know, they can, uh, contacts form there. So anybody can contact us that, you know, needs help need, you know, we offer free consultation. So if you have a business idea or you have a business problem, you want to talk to somebody about, you know, how you could potentially solve that, you know, what something like that might cost, you know, definitely just, you know, send us a message and uh, we will happy to get on a call and learn more about it and, and give you some, you know, insights and some thoughts. Dude, uh, and, and in San Diego, if anybody's local, um, can, can they come visit you? Is the office uh, open or are you guys a uh, closed quarantine or how does that work? Uh, we are actually shutting down our office because of the pandemic. We've been in Gaslamp for the past uh, seven years. And, uh, you know, during all of this, uh, we've been a remote team. We have team members here in San Diego and all throughout the United States really focused on getting, you know, the best talent that we can possibly get. Um, and um, really sad. We were actually in the old mayor's office in the old uh, city mm. hall building right in downtown. Really great space. But, you know, I think with this pandemic, it's all, you know, businesses, it's all about how you pivot. Uh, Dude. You know, you got you to roll with the punches and you got to figure out what's going to be the best for you. So for us, you know, we're going to cut that cost because nobody's been in the office for the past seven months. And, you know, after this, I don't feel like um, having that in-person meeting is going to be as essential to new businesses like it was before. So, um, you know, definitely open to meeting up in a coffee shop. Uh, you know, uh, happy to, you know, sync up a uh, video call, obviously. Um, and, uh, you know, just for uh, the business bros in our San Diego, uh, you know, family, anybody in San Diego that, you know, is looking to get some uh, support, looking to get some help, you know, we're going to offer uh, a special 15% discount for anybody that comes from from business bros. So just let us know that you saw us on this podcast. And, you know, we're going to cut you guys a discount and help out our, our San Diego family here. I surrender to your will. Nice. All right, dude, man, honestly, that's, I, this year, same thing. So our insurance office was in Coronado and, uh, our lease came up for renewal in June. And by that time we had already situated our entire staff remotely and we're in the same situation. We just decided, you know what, we're not going to renew for what? And I wonder, man, I wonder, you know, I, I, I went to little, I went to crack shack the other day in, in little Italy uh, and the menu has been really reduced. Uh, you know, you're only allowed to get certain things. I went to the fish market, uh, not too long ago for sushi. They don't even have a sushi department anymore. Like 60% of the staff is gone. Dude, it's been some nutty stuff, but at the same time, I've talked to entrepreneurs like yourself who have pivoted and then turned around and have adjusted and they're thriving. It's just a different kind of thriving. And, and the cool thing is, the public is adjusting. So, I mean, you're a tech-based person, but in the last six months, the entire world has made a huge technological shift. I mean, yeah. the fact that we're communicating like this, I've been doing podcasts now, I mean, for, for two years now, all right. of a sudden March comes up and now everybody's a podcaster and they're all doing video, right? And they're all comfortable with it. Where before yeah. I was like, you're going to be on video. They're like, no, no, yeah. like yeah. I can't be on video. <laughs> Isn't it crazy? Like how fast that 
that has changed that mentality of society. I mean, everything from like, you know, wearing masks to, you know, how we're communicating with each other, how we're meeting socially, all these things have changed. And um, two things. One is I don't think that these things are going to change back. You know, I think we're going to progress and move forward. And yes, some things will go back to the way they were, but nothing will be forever the way that it was. You know, things mm-hmm. are going to completely shift because of this. Um, two, with all this turmoil and all and all this change, there's great opportunity for new businesses. There's great opportunity for for entrepreneurs and founders to figure out, you know, what are new services, new products that that help to fill this need and help to fill this new reality that we're all going to be living in. You know, um, so you know, you definitely, you know, if you're an established business and you're not pivoting and adjusting your workforce, your services, you know, how you're engaging with your customers, like that's that's you know you need to start moving now because we're getting we're getting you know all the way to the end of the year now and you know this there's no end in sight really you know i mean things are starting to get a little bit better you know with some of these um advances and stuff within the science community but nothing is said like oh this is going to get over now so like you know it's time to stop sitting and waiting and it's time to start you know driving forward oh dude it's 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 bizarre how i think okay here here's something that's trippy and i I'll, I'll, maybe I'll, I'll learn something from you here in a bit with your circle of friends you know i hear a lot on tv or or on facebook you know we have so many unemployed we have you know so many people have lost their jobs and they have reduced staff and i hear a lot of that but everyone i talk to and maybe it's just because of the circle i talk to but everyone i've talked to has been doing way better with this COVID situation than they were in the past. Like even people that I, that are some of my friends and family that have lost jobs have, re, have gotten new jobs that allow them the flexibility to be at home that have, you know, and some of them make a little bit less, but you know what? They're also not going out and spending all this kind of, uh, of extra money. Like, you know, I, 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 aside from the loss of life, which you can't make up any at any point, um, the thriving part in their personal finance for a lot of people has been really good. Like what, what's, have you, what have you heard? Yeah. You know, I think, I think I've seen it on both ends. I think that, you know, some people are definitely struggling, uh, you know, trying to stay true to their career and, you know, uh, whether it's restaurants or, you know, art or, you know, museums or whatever else it might be like, you know, a lot of industries have been very severely impacted, you know, travel. um, And um, I think a lot of people are just, you know, either so far advanced in that career or really, you know, uh, committed to it that, um, they're in just a really tough spot right now. Um, but I definitely agree with what you said. I think there's a lot of people that have, that have taken this opportunity to adjust and, and pivot, you know, just like businesses and figure out, you know, this is a life changing moment. How do I make this change for the better? You know, how do I, how do I take this really bad circumstance and find a positive angle to it to, you know, push myself and propel myself forward. So, um, I definitely think there's there's a lot of people taking advantage of it, uh, whether it's you know new businesses you know starting up, uh, whether it's people doing career changes, um, and then also just a lot of businesses because of the pivots that businesses are making. I think it's also you know not all positive, but a lot of that is starting to positively impact people. Um, you know, like you said, like you know having more remote work. A lot of people you know used to have really long commutes that have been cut away, um, have been mm-hmm. really pushing for that remote work for a long time, and their and their companies were just not about it. And all of a sudden, like now it has to happen. So now, you know, they, they've gotten that uh, benefit from it. Um, but I think, you know, the overarching, you know, uh, message here is like, this reality is only going to continue to evolve and change. And you really need to be ready to pivot and change along with that if you want to be successful. Dude, it's some, it's some crazy stuff. 
Well, it's some crazy stuff that this world uh, has come to, but uh, me personally, on my personal life, it's been a really good uh, last six months. I've spent more time with my kids. I've spent more time with my wife. I've spent more time, you know, meeting more people. I've met more people since COVID happened, I think, than, than before. You know what I mean? Like, it's 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 virtual. Like, there's no hand. I, I think one of the- totally different, right? It's a different yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about you. Like I personally, one of the things I really, really do miss is a handshake. Yeah. Like there's there's something to be said about when you meet somebody, even something like "What's up, bro?" Like a little fist pump or whatever, yeah, yeah. or a hug. You know what I mean? Like that that human connection, I think, is something we're missing. But but as far as you know, business and 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 you know, making pivots, I think uh, most of us as as human beings, as as professionals, all, most are making some some major pivots. And you're right, even though. Uh, there are problems that are going on. Every problem is an opportunity depending on the perspective that you look at it. Right. Yeah. So it's a, it's, it's going to be a heck of a time. Hey man, yeah. dude, I know I went over our time, but so what? It don't matter. That's it's my awesome. show. I can do what I want. Yeah. <laughs> Rich, man. Thank you very much. Ladies and gents. This was great. I'm glad you had fun. Hi, hi, hey, hey, you, you, uh, you big on podcasts at all? Yeah, I've done a couple here and there. Definitely. Yeah, what what do you think of the Business Bros show? So, what do you think of the? I mean, this is this is a this is one of my favorites. Are you kidding me? Like San Diego, it's all about business. I mean, you guys are just so uh, energetic and exciting to uh, listen to, and then you always have um, you know really great guests and stuff. And then you know, obviously, being able to be a part of it, this was just such a great natural conversation with you, and I I really appreciate you guys you know making time for me here. Dude, thank you very much. It's whoops, I always got to let it. uh catch up there uh so ladies and gents make sure you follow uh, rich here at tragic rich uh check out his website if you guys need anything when it comes to your softwares apps anything you need on the technology space start off with that conversation uh rich richard even said on i mean literally on the show if it's not something he does and it's technologically based he can refer you to somebody so might as well talk to a professional who's in the space and if they can help you great if they can't they're going to refer you out to somebody they've done business with in the past 100%. rich man thanks a lot for coming on the show really appreciate it brother super awesome i appreciate the time and you know can't wait to see your next episode four o'clock today ladies and gents we got another episode at four o'clock so we'll talk to you guys soon peace thank you for listening to the business bros podcast are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income hernan the business bro can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting and james the insurance bro with pipeline insurance can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.